MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name's Christopher Wright, also known as Blue. Alongside me is Joe Grande and the world-famous Pot Brothers at Law. We have a fantastic show for you today right here at G4 Live. Joe, what's going down? Well, first off, thank you for listening to the podcast, Cannabis Talk 101, all yes. around the world, 132-plus countries and counting, and we greatly appreciate you, as I've met people from all over the world at G4 Live coming up to us and saying, oh my God, I'm from Sri Lanka, I'm from Russia, I'm from Canada, Costa Rica, Costa Rica, yeah, Puerto Canada. Rico, Ireland. Ireland, we've met people from all over the world here at G4 Live, and somebody that came from out of space now is Jessica Kent. <laughs> Hello. Because <laughs> she's the most beautiful Martian I've ever seen. Oh. And Jessica, you've been on the show before, and I didn't have the fortune of being there. I did meet you prior, before you were on the show, and I don't remember exactly what kid event took me away from being on that show, but <laughs> for those who don't know, Jessica Kent is a huge cannabis advocate. She did have her child while she was incarcerated, and comes off using methamphetamines with cannabis, correct? Well, you know, there was some, you know, delay in my recovery from meth, but um, yeah, I use cannabis now. I'm sober from meth and heroin about nine years. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Awesome. And how, was cannabis a part of that for you? It wasn't a part of it until like two years later. Gotcha. So two years, or I'm sorry, seven years into my recovery because I was on parole. And parole is like, no, we're not having it. You can't smoke weed. You know, right. so. Um, they didn't let you out when you got off parole. No. Yeah, I had to wait to get off parole. And I have PTSD, depression, insomnia. So I was white knuckling that for seven years. Wow. You know, and I can't take pills because I'm an ex-junkie. And that was a huge trigger for me. So cannabis really saved my life, and I'm so much happier and in such a better place now. Just not being able to sleep is such a, it's such a fucking like stressful thing on your body, on your mind, and it makes you crazy. So yeah, the past two years have been so just, <laughs> the past two years have been great for me, and I'm so, so much more relaxed. I'm just a better person you, when I you, smoke weed. <laughs> you have such a, a large social media following. When you came off of meth, and as you said, it was like two years later, mm-hmm. you found into cannabis. But as I recall from when we talked before, there was a delay in you even telling your audience and your fans that you were using cannabis as a way to help you 
off the meth. Why? Why? Why was it so difficult, and why did you stay away from making it public to your fans mm -hmm. at first? So I've been a YouTuber for like three years, and I was abstinent, you know, when I first started. And I was afraid to come out of the weed closet for like a few reasons. One, I don't know if this is really the path I'm going to stay on when I first got on it. And two, people are kind of judgmental sometimes or they're no. like, oh, you're an addict. <laughs> you're an addict. Oh, yeah. You can't do that. So um, it was a little stressful. And I want to thank you, Mark, because we talked when I met you in L.A. And I was like, I'm going to come out of the weed closet. And you jumped up and got excited for me. And I knew you had my back. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm fucking doing it. I'm going to go home and film this right now. And I just felt better knowing that, that I had you on my side. So well, That was great. I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, I mean, have you heard him talk Great thing. You're like pooping out, man. And then she came on our IG Live for a Shut the Fuck Up Friday and uh, told everybody. Jessica, how did your fans react to you coming out as it was such a big fear? You know, they were so kind and supportive. I call my subscribers the ride or die crew because they really are. They support me in anything that I do. I've had such amazing feedback and not just that, not just like, hell yeah, girl, roll it up. I smoke weed too and I feel valid in my recovery. So that made me feel so much better. I was, I was leaving a large audience out. You know, they felt like I was just the, you know, sober girl and abstinence was the only way and whatever. So I've made people be able to feel better smoking weed after a serious addiction. What so. is your regimen, so to speak, as you say, you know, it helps you at with, you know, a zombie, uh, getting going to sleep at night and you feel certain things possibly during the day, PTSD, that could be at any time. So yeah. do you have a certain regimen that you use? So I love CBD. I would fucking bathe in CBD. Yes. Um, but I take CBD gummies during the day. Um, sometimes I smoke in the, in the day if I'm really overwhelmed or angry or stressed. But usually I just smoke at night to go to sleep. That is funny. I find that to be such a great regimen and finding like that works for you. Mm -hmm. Because myself, you know, being sober for 22 plus years, CBD really helps me yeah. throughout the whole time during the day I, this morning a big tinkster a couple gummies and it just sets my day off right I'm, even though i'm still hurting because i've been going hard all weekend oh, you're, my hips. oh you're hurting <laughs> oh yeah i mean you know as we all are craig so do you not partake in cannabis because you feel it might uh fuck with your sobriety joe we're interviewing Jessica. I mean, there's no reason to talk to me I mean, right now. I mean, I, I want to know. We too. can talk later, he, but he just you know. took four edibles. So, yeah. Jessica, I'm high as a kite right now. By the way, you know, one of the things that 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 I mean, we we haven't went over yet is that you had your child in prison. Yeah. You know, kind of walk us through that experience um, and how that has affected or changed your life because I'm sure that had a a huge. Uh, impact. Know, impact on you. Yeah. It's a great question. So my PTSD is from that. It was the most traumatic thing I've ever gone through in my life. So I got arrested in the end of 2011, and I found out I was pregnant then. I was in complete denial for a few months. What did you get arrested for? For possession with intent to deliver meth, delivery of meth, and simultaneous possession of drugs and a firearm. In the South, you know, so. Which yeah. is a real time for those that no don't good. know. No good, no good. This isn't yeah. like, you know, I'm gonna just Usually get in no trouble. guns and drugs. Guns and yeah. drugs, more yeah. Than, try not to do one more than one felony at a time. Yeah, don't layer that shit. <laughs> You're going. <laughs> it's um, called an enhancement charge. <laughs> correct. So, so run us through it. So, yeah, I got sentenced to five years, and my daughter was going to be born there. Just leading up to that was a nightmare. They denied prenatal vitamins for three months. Wow. They wouldn't give me clean water. There was brown water in this jail cell in fucking Arkansas. Um, so I was really stressed. I never knew if my daughter was healthy. You know, I was coming off of meth, 
and I was scared. I was just so scared the whole time. So eventually I go to prison, I give birth, and I was chained to the bed. They oh, denied. Oh, yes. Wow. Where do they that. think you're gonna go? Fucking nowhere. <laughs> like right. I just had a baby today. Um, oh. but, you know they denied all of the healing stuff once I got back to the facility. So I had to go through that change of healing my body. I had no um, mental health therapy after that to get over the fact that I just gave up a baby. She went into foster care, and now I'm back in prison. There was no mental health advocates. There was no you know doctors helping with the physical healing process of it. They didn't even let me walk around the hospital. Wow. So I was a mess. I was a mess. Who wouldn't be? Where's the daughter now? How's that relationship? What's going on there? So after I got out of prison, I fought for a year, and I now have full custody of my daughter. Congratulations. Oh, Dude, that's I, I freaking love that so that much, so man. Cool. You know, every time I've, I've heard this, I, I literally get so emotional because it's such a... It, it, it shows who you are, you know, the... the She's human you, and she messed up. Like, no, okay, but, cool. But, and then now, then get but what back she right. had to go through to get it to get it back, right? Like you, you, you don't you don't understand it until you lose it. And sometimes when you lose it to get it back, a lot of people don't know how to get there because they forget, you know, or, or they don't or they, they don't, don't believe to. that they can or they don't want to. And and for the courage that you have to one go back and get your child, which I believe the the family that that actually adopted them is still in their li- in your child's life, correct? Can yeah. You tell us about that because I thought that was fantastic too. So we just wanted to do what was best for Micah, my daughter, and having uh, them as part of our life is important. You know, I mean, she was with them for two years, and they're such an amazing family. So either way it went, if the judge said, you can't have your daughter, that family was going to allow me to be in her life regardless. Love and that. we worked together, you know, and it was, it was a hard journey for them, too. You know, they had to give up this baby they had since she was two days old. But that's my blood. I'm uh, coming for her. How many years had, had, had it been that... Um, so they had her for two, and she's about to turn nine now. Wow. Congratulations. So you, you didn't serve your five-year sentence. You only served two, a little bit over two. Correct. Arkansas made me serve 50% of my time. So about so. two and a half years? Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good, Jessica. That's no, that's no baby walk in the park. I mean, two years is a good little, you know, shut down. Hey, dog, it's still a couple calendars, I mean, no matter cr- how you look at it. What's crazy is that we still have the stigma associated with cannabis, mm-hmm. and we've had, I mean, numerous... Uh, stories like yours with our good friend the sober junkie yourself that i mean for doctors to tell you you can't use cannabis to get off of heroin or meth is just mind-boggling that it's still like that for the most part with so they did that all my life all my life so i was on some form of probation from 13 to 28 probation then turned into parole i had drug and alcohol counselors and mental health therapists that wow. work with the state telling me you can't use cannabis and I'm like, I'm trying to get off heroin. Yeah. Like, I'm trying like, to just be, you, I'm trying to live. Yeah. This like, is nothing. That's crazy. Please, that's got to change. You know, and, and I think, I think we're, com- it's, it's people like you, Jessica, that is helping this stigma change that, that gives somebody else light. You know, we have a dear friend of ours, Sober Junkie, that, that has a very, like, similar story in his own world where he's battling addiction and now trying to say, this is not my gateway. This is my gate. Reverse. Ex- yeah, Reverse. This gateway. is my exit. exit. And, and so people don't understand. It's like. Some people need a drink. Some people need drugs. Some people need what you know, prayer. And, and, and at the end of the day, did you say sex? I did. <laughs> <laughs> All the above. Let's go backstage, Mark. <laughs> so at the end of the day, though, um, it's understandable, right? And and it's again, it's how much you utilize it and and create your story behind it. And so it's awesome. Tell us about your YouTube channel and what you're doing on that. 
So my YouTube channel is Jessica Kent. I talk about all things prison, mental health, now cannabis, since I'm out of the weed closet, um, and just kind of anything that is happening in my life. It's a really vulnerable, honest channel about not just my past struggles, but my current struggles as well. That's fantastic. Also, TikTok. Keeping it real. TikTok. TikTok. I'm TikTok famous. Are you? How's that going? <laughs> um, TikTok's a weird kind of toxic place, but I still <laughs> love it. Like, I'm addicted to it, kind of. Yeah. You know? No, wait, so. I noticed that, I don't know, it was maybe a couple weeks ago, I think you took a break. Yeah. But you had, you had, you had anticipated the break. Right. And you filmed a bunch of stuff and put content up while you were on your break, but not on. Right. Why'd so, you do that? Uh, <laughs> Time traveler. So, you know, the internet is really hard and you have to take breaks. If you're on it constantly, it's going to fuck with your head. Mark, did so, you hear her? What? What, <laughs> what are you guys talking about? We've got a situation with Mark that we, do we want to talk about. We're not about? interviewing Mark. No, Thank on, you. The no, no, let her finish. Let her finish. Okay. okay. I wonder why I brought it up. Jessica, go ahead. So I worked really hard for three years to grow, to grow my platform, and it was all day. I had the YouTube monster where I'm checking the numbers and filming content mm. constantly. So I had to take a step back because my mental health was really suffering from that. Wow. So. We have another girl that we know that runs into similar situations, Marcia. too. Marsha. 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 She's, Marcia. A she's, a, she's a Washman herself. <laughs> you know, um, it, it, it's a serious thing. I mean, it is. I, 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 I well, mental health is a serious thing anyways. I was actually talking to some people here at G4 Live and even some random stuff is checking with your folks. You know what I mean? Like you never know who's going through what, whether it be social media, whether it be yes. personal stuff, life, relationship stuff. I mean, it doesn't matter. Personal Mental stability is important and constantly check in with your loved ones. It's, it's a good a joint for God's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jessica Kent, for coming on with us uh, on IG. I believe it's Just Kent or something. Just Kent 12 on IG. Yes, Just Kent 12. Go see her there. And we'll be right back. We're live at G4 Live. Yes. Hey, guys. I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and 
and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. We're all the way live at G4 Live in the building. Such a great day to be out here. I want to thank Jessica Kent for joining us earlier. And now we have another special guest besides Blue walking in looking so beautiful and pretty and Craig and Mark as we're all here going crazy talking to tons of vendors and tons of people. This vendor here is doing amazing things. Doreen Sullivan, the creator of My Bud Vase and it's crazy because these bud vases are exactly what they sound like. My bud vase, it's like a vase with flowers in them. Talk to us, Doreen, how did you come up with this? Well, I was uh, hiding, seshing for my whole life and I realized that it's just, you know, bongs are heady and phallic and they don't look good in your home decor. And I always felt like there was a problem and as a, a woman in business, as a mother, I always hid my cannabis consumption. And the worst part was like, what do you do with it after you sesh? You gotta get this bong all the way upstairs, back in the corner of the closet, yeah. behind the couch. And I'm like, wouldn't it be nice if you could just turn it around and walk out the door? So that started the whole development process. I'm a product developer, and I'm like, there's gotta be a prettier way. And the more I dug into it, the more I saw that women especially needed products that were normalized in their home and looked beautiful around their faces and their it's like vases and cool places. So vases <laughs> and cool vases and cool places. And not only that, it feels like it's as creative as you want because what you have displayed on our table now is a variety of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight beautiful <laughs> different ones. And I'd actually like you to describe each and every one of them that we have on this table and give us the inspiration behind it. Okay, so we'll start here. This is Love Bud. This vase has a mouthpiece of a heart because I love weed. It's got a female plant on one side, a male plant on the other, and it comes with a poker. All of the flowers come with our vases, and they actually help you clear your bowl and then put it back in and hide it in plain sight. So it's completely functional. <laughs> love it. This That's is great. our mermaid bond. Now, did, for for our listeners out there who can't see, ah, let's yes. try to describe a little bit of the vase and great job, how, great, you have a, you. how you have the bowl on one side and that way you can turn it around and hide the bowl and right so we start with a vase every piece is a gorgeous piece of home decor a gorgeous vase and then I turn them or design them or mold them into a bong 
So if you turn it around, you see only a vase and the flowers come with it because they're beautifully designed by me to kind of go with it in your house. And they function as a poker to clear your bowl. So yes, I've been high many hours thinking about how this is all going to come together because creativity and cannabis, right? Hand in hand. It's important. Totally. It's well, we were important. reminded a little earlier too that, uh, you know, she's gone from... We met her at the CWCB Expo a couple of years ago in New York when she was peddling these out of a backpack. Right. I literally had them in my bag going, look, I've got a secret. I made this pretty bong. And to get, like, I, I tried to get on, like, the investment shows and tried to raise money for this business. I'm a product developer, so I know how to make a product, how to scale it, and how to make it right. And I just felt we needed this in the market, a beautiful product to come to life, to fully birth this kind of vase bong. Now it's becoming a category, and people are loving it because each one is different. So that's what I want to do to differentiate my brand is every piece is like a movie to me. It's got a name like Vamp and she's like on a mission to end prohibition and this bong is gonna- And let's go through this slowly, Doreen. Okay. I mean, I, I really <laughs> that admire is really your cool. work I so do. much. So I, I want you to exactly okay. walk me through it all. Just like Craig said, describe it because what you have here is true art. Thank it's you. not only just a bong, it's yes. art. And, and, and ex explain it to the listeners well, for that, that want to see it. I'm sure they can go online and find you, right? Yeah, you can go to atmybudvase.com on Instagram and see all the beautiful pieces. And you can also go to mybudvase.com and purchase any piece. And so I'll go through this, for example, Vamp. So this is a beautiful um, Art Deco bong. We designed the pot leaf pattern on it. We're turning that into a wallpaper. It comes with a ostrich amulet which is a necklace piece, so like women can actually have some jewelry. It's also, so awesome looking, right? it's like wow. a black and gold or it's, something. It's but all sexy black and gold. It's sexy, That's exactly, it's sexy. That's it's exactly sexy. what I was looking for. It's a sexy bong, isn't it? And the sexy women in this industry are enjoying, you know, really taking pictures and having fun with these pieces. It's like you, sexy, Doreen. Oh, well, thank you so much. You're very sexy yourself. Well, I agree with <laughs> you. Not bad. All right, we're going to leave now. <laughs> well, go ahead. Go ahead. No. I didn't even know you were here. I'll hang out with them. <laughs> you know, one of the things I, I really truly admire about it is, is, is you're absolutely right. I mean, the, you know, there's a, there's a time that I've had a bong in the house and it's sitting there on the table and it's like, uh, it doesn't, like, to me it's not that attractive, right? Only because I, I'm, I'm kind of like super OCD about where stuff goes in the house and this product, you could have it in there. Yes. And, that and like you said, you could turn it around and it's still a beautiful vase or you could turn it around and get straight to work. I mean... That. Well, it looks like a beautiful bottle of liquor on that one. What is that one? Right, so that is Stardust. It's a decanter. It's a thick, thick crystal decanter with gold. It's all painted yeah. in gold. And that's the way I designed it. And it does go on a bar cart. It's definitely a center top, tabletop piece. And these are the things, like, it gives you peace of mind. Because when you can turn it around and not have to worry exactly. about it. Exactly. Now, I want to say, I mean, I so respect the art of glass blowing, And I so respect any product made in this industry. We are all together making beautiful things to consume cannabis in many choices. So for us, we just want to give you, like, this is our, our take on it. And I, I love developing products. So each one is different. Which one speaks to you guys? Because one of these pieces is going to wind up back in your store, back in your home, um, where Cannabis 101 is. They're, they're, so, they're all so Honestly, dope. I, mean, I even like the one with the red flowers, that big one right there. I, my just... favorite one is that one closest to you and this one right here, I feel like, and that last one over there. So one, two, or three. Those, yeah, well, this one is, yeah. That, this, that is one very right there. this is very Arizona feel yeah, to me. That I don't like know. Very... Um, That's Coyote, the one you have there. So that piece actually won top bong in Canada, which I was like elated you. to win. It comes with the succulent and the bottle brush because it matches. 
It's a lovely bong, right? It's I amazing. love it. Now, out of curiosity, it sounds like these really, I mean, were made more for the female. The majority of our line is for female because have you been to the Champ Strange show, which I love, but it's like a, you know, it's a den of dicks. There's a lot of guys. Right, right. <laughs> yes. Well, have you, have you designed any for, for the, for the guy? Men, yes. Did you have a good well, time at the show? I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> well, I'm afraid and, to say I like that one or that one. <laughs> no, I really no, like the sexy one, one though. Which one are you on my th- There is a piece we have um, in, in our line that is called the D'Angelo that I named after Stephen D'Angelo and um, $15 of that purchase goes to the Last Prisoner Project. Very masculine set, three-piece set, but I think the Lotus set, that could be in anybody's house that's in front right there. I actually Absolutely. think all of these look beautiful, they, they, and it wouldn't, all, matter. They all do. They it wouldn't matter. I know, straight, straight and I, I mean, I know they're, I think they're beautiful, so if they're beautiful, hence so are women. This whole set right here is, right. is yeah. like and a very whole, Asian feel to that set right there. An Asian antique but yet, you know, just I the like. flower, the glass flower on the side that probably has nothing to do with the bong, but it's just dope. Well, and that's what home decor is. So when, yeah, exactly. when people are designing for cannabis lifestyle, think in terms of the home decor, not just that one item you're designing. Exactly. Right. This is a whole right. piece that you'll put there. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if it's a bong or not. It's like right. this is a piece that you set out there on the counter. So many people tell me, they're like, you know, I haven't smoked out of this yet. I'm like, you bought it two years ago. Will you call me? Let's do it together, you know? Right. But I, I love that it's decor because that's the objective. And so Coyote, for example, so many men have that piece. And they're like, this is the best thing I have in my apartment, you know? Like, it's my only decor. It's, it's So it's really fulfilling really nice. a double role, you know? It's, it's decorating. Well, Doreen, I think that's going to be the key problem. It's like it's a blessing and a curse. Like, I got this, but I'm not using it. Why? Because it looks so nice. And I don't want to just smoke out of it. I don't want to get it dirty. Oh, it'll keep you making it clean. Doreen, are they all one-offs? No, 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 no. Oh, beautiful. So everything here is part of my signature collection. Gotcha. I still do antique vases. So when I met you guys in New York, I was just like repurposing vintage vases. I did that. I made a thousand and sold a thousand of them before I started creating a signature Making line. Making sure the model worked. Yes, exactly. Testing the and, market. And it was like, you know, there was a lot of breakage and a lot of problems and a lot of challenges, but the more I sat with a beautiful piece and enjoyed it, the more I knew I have something special here and I'm going in. I'm leaning in. That's awesome. I, well, honestly, to go, to cross over into the decor, I mean, yes. that's really the key. Yes. Is, uh, you know, and I, I don't design anything at home. I don't, I don't set up the decor, but now it makes more sense because we go into places and the wife will be like, Oh, look at that little piece here. We can put that over there. Right. We can put that little thing over here. And I'm like, okay, well, like, whatever. <laughs> you know, I don't necessarily see it, but I, I see the, I mean, it's a huge industry, home right. decor. Well, and so this is the, the point, and what I've discovered in, in growing this business is the, you know, men create very functional, um, triple chamber, honeycomb percolating, really functional, well-designed products. A, a man's mind is mechanical. A woman's mind is more aesthetic. So it's okay. It's just differences, right? So these, these pieces really fit that aesthetic. It's a wind. You know, people are like on their fourth and fifth my bud base, which shocked me. One's in the bathroom. One's in the outside. One's in the you know on the windowsill. And I'm like, I, I love that, it. That's awesome. <laughs> collection. It's a collection. We all need that. Yeah, yeah and not only that, it. go take a look at it, you guys. My Bud Vase on Instagram, mybudvase.com. Our special guest, Doreen Sullivan, she's the creator of this. If you think we're kidding, we're not, you guys. You need to go to the website and check it out. Uh, Doreen, is there anything else that we should plug before we let you go? Um, I'm about ready to start a new line called My Bud Life, and it's going to be more lifestyle cannabis products. So I look forward to seeing you guys as we uh, continue nice. to grow this Can't industry wait to see it. and show some more lifestyle brand products. Well, I'm once sure. again, go check her out, My Bud Vase. And we also want to thank some of our sponsors out here, CC Security Solutions, Terpene Warehouse, Cali FX, of course, Connector. And it's always about that time, and that is 
Dime Time, baby. And of course, Mobile Media Kings. And we're all the way live at the Mandalay Bay for the G4 Live Event Bud Tenders Awards. If you're not here, you're missing out. We'll be right back. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Woo! Thank you so much. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a hit, get lit, and sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101. Mark Craig, the Pop Brothers at Law Blue, and Joe Grande, and the lovely ladies of Cannabis Talk Woo! 101, Janae and Christine. And we are here with Budman Stu all the way live from Mandalay Bay at G4 Live. And we want to thank our sponsors, CC Security Solutions, Terpene Warehouse, Cali FX, Woo! 
Dime Industries, Canon Nectar Mobile, Media Kings, and of course, G4 Live. Joe, who do we got? We got so Budman Stew. So this guy, Budman Stew, for those who don't know, Budman Stew makes these great necklaces, earrings, bracelet that look just like Big Bud's. Mark Wasserman was the first one I ever seen rocking one before I got to meet you, Budman Stew. But I got to tell you, from the first day you meet the Jolly Green Giants, you fall in love with them. Stu, you have been a class act from Jump Street. And before I even knew we were going to talk to you, I go, you guys, we got to get Budman Stu. I'm got to give him some love because I rock it every time. And then every time I see somebody that loves it, I go, well, you got to go check it out. Uh, what is it? 420 Expressions. 420Expressions.com. Go check it out. But if I see you next time, you don't have one like Mark does as well. I'll give it to you. And we, we, we end up giving them away all the time. And you constantly refresh us because yes. we're pushing it. How in the hell, Budman Stu, do you come up with a beautiful concept like this? We started about five, six years ago. We were sitting in the garage one night getting high and just decided, Get a little you know, closer. We were sitting in the garage one night getting high and we decided, you know, playing around with some things. And we came up with the idea. And we started messing with it. So when you say playing around with some things, were you with your buddy and you guys were just like, who who's, who were you with? There was about four or five of us in there and we just, you know. We, High as a kite going, let's grab this ingredient, <laughs> that ingredient. like you're in the garage. So you're grabbing weed whackers. You're grabbing just right. Like, how does this even come to? Well, you know, the, I don't even know what it is. Yeah, nobody yeah. knows what it is. There's only six people in the world knows how it's made or what it's made of. So it's very proprietary. Two of them are at this table. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Did you dip? Did you start like trial and error? Were you dipping actual nugs? And no, like- no. Have you ever seen the uh, models they do where they build models and they build little trees and stuff like that? Yes. Like a bonsai tree or something like that? No, where they build the models like you. Okay, yes. Like Christmas tree models or something? No, yeah, like the whole little houses. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, the whole yeah, little where city you're doing communities. A building, yeah. communities a village. They build these things and they build trees. And we saw, one of, we saw one of these things and the tree looked like it was a nug. So we were like, you know what? We can make that look like a real nug. So we just got to playing with it and got some some different things. It took us a little while to figure out what we were going to use. But once we figured it out, you know, it was just a matter of perfecting it. What was that? How, how long was the process from the, when you thought, when you, from the moment you saw, hey, that looks like a Doug, to having it developed? How long did that take? Probably about three months. Wow. Wow. Probably about three months. We, That's dedication. That is so Now, now the, I, we've known you for a while. About five years. And I think some of the funniest stories are the ones I've heard you going through the airport. Oh, we have, we have. <laughs> like, tell me, like the first time, because I know you would, you would have these. And for those who are listening, these nugs, they're jewelry. And you can wear them as necklaces or on your lapel. And he would go through with a clear bag. Plastic bag. Clear plastic bag. <laughs> Filled like a like say you look like, like Santa Claus. Yeah, look like you were carrying with, a suitcase full of weed. And so what? The first time you did that, <laughs> and you go through, you just walk right through the airport. To what happens? We were in Charlotte the first time it happened, and we um, we walked out to smoke a cigarette, and we came back through, and they scanned the bag, and they didn't know what it was. So they opened <laughs> it up, and all of a sudden you're looking at three TSA agents going. Um, um, uh, local EO, local EO, um, uh, security, uh, you know, they, they were freaking out. It looked like it's a lot. How much, 
I mean, it looked like, you know, 1,500 pounds of weed in a suitcase. <laughs> so we're sitting there, and they, three agents turned into 20. And then here comes the local, you know, Charlotte police. And they're all looking at it. And I said, y'all take it all out of the bags and check it out. It's not real. Have fun. <laughs> Go ahead. Do your thing. It, it, ain't, it ain't real, bro. Real. Dude, this is total like, like if it you was can't smoke a reenactment. It. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't smoke it. So 15 or 20 minutes of them checking everything out and going through the bags and laying it all out. You know, they didn't know what to think. And um, they figured out it wasn't real. And next thing you know, they were asking for business cards and uh, samples and stuff like that. And it was all cool. I was kind of like, can I film this? And they were like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Is there a specific strain that you model these off of? I mean, because they're all different. Yeah, we did. We, we, when we first started, we did like 25 colors and we backed it off and we found six colors that we really like. And we do it off certain strains, but we ended up not, there's so many strains that look like the ones we're using. So we let the people... When they come up to the booth, they'll come up and say, "Man, that looks like my, you know, my purple OG skunk. ball purple, yeah, yeah whatever. whatever." And we'll look at it. Yeah, go, it is. Man, you, <laughs> you must really be a connoisseur, dude. You know, that's exactly what we 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 you know made it off of. You know, you have an, a really cool like niche here, and you could actually ask some of the celebrities or even famous brands to have like their nug. And you could like replicate that. I can duplicate any uh, any marijuana nug on. The oh yeah, so wait, wait, Snoop Dogg would have like his own <laughs> nug. Yeah, he could. I mean, Snoop. We've had all of them. We've had all of them wearing our nugs. Tommy, really? Tommy Chong wore it. It's all time through, to. It's time his. to name the nugs. Yeah. Wait, so you can make me a Cali Effects vape pen yeah. necklace and? Yes, Woo! I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> we, got but, so, we got a Cali nug. You know, you got to have a Cali nug. But man, Stu, walk us through the line of everything that you guys have that's made of these. Buds that aren't real buds that you can smoke, but they're real buds that you can use as jewelry and decor. Walk they, us through the line that you have. They, we, we've come up. We started with sort of minimal stuff. The necklaces are obviously our most popular thing. We went to earrings. We have our hat pins right here. Um, we had refrigerator magnets. We have Christmas ornaments. We recently did bracelets that I thought, you know, I, I don't know about a bracelet. We brought them here. I, I have none left. I mean, really? Yeah, they're, 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 they're just flying off the shelf, you know? Um, we've got... Well, What's the is, most you've sold in a day? Of this jewelry? Yeah. Mm. Like the most pieces, probably, not cost. Probably, <laughs> probably Boston Freedom Rally. Um, probably a thousand necklaces. Wow. So... And what are the things? So the and like, what are these jars? Are these jars, the jars just... The jars are just our prop material. What we do is we set them up at our booth, and it looks like real weed. And we go to places where... Weed's not available, not legal, and it, security cops yeah, right away. Yeah, exactly. Every the time. same thing. Security I mean, it cops. looks just like a big jar of weed. When, when we're when we're at the cannabis cups, we'll we'll put our jars out, and there'll be somebody you know forty yards over there looking at real weed, and they'll turn around and see our jars and do a double take, and next thing you know, well, because these over. nuggets are fat, they're yeah. Like, yeah. Wow, I want to see And they're perfect. These. They're they're you know they look perfectly trimmed, but they'll run over and they want to. Pick up the jar and smell it, you know. I, when I got and sat on the table, I looked at it and I was like, Christine, are those real? <laughs> yeah, she was wearing Dude. your earrings yesterday. They look so real. Yeah, everything. And so that's where it ain't real, bro, comes from, I'm assuming. Well, yeah, what happened? W- 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 the same group of guys that, that, that invented it, we were sitting there one night after we started making it. And I had some samples of this, samples of that. And we were going to get high. And I had a sample of the real weed and that I was getting ready to get off of and sample that. And I 
I looked at them, I said, hey, which one's real, guys? And they, they pointed to the wrong one. I said, it ain't real, bro. And they said, oh, please write that down. That's, that's, that's our slogan. It ain't real, bro. That's that is right. a beautiful yeah. way of how it comes about, too, that's right? right? That's real right. organic way of this product right here. It's 420 Expressions with an S at the end, yes. correct? So 420 E-X-P-R-E-S-S-I-O-N-S.com. They also have the Facebook page. All this stuff. Where are you guys exactly located at, Stu? We're in Bluffton, South Carolina, right outside of Hilton Head. You don't have, like, a storefront? Everything's just online? No. Nope. Uh, and actually, our online stuff right this minute is in maintenance. Um, I've had a heck of a time with some guys on the website. How long <laughs> but, does it take you to make each necklace? Um, it doesn't take long. We mix, a, we mix all the material in one pan, and then... You, you just hand make each one's handmade. Is it like like a, no like a rice crispy? You just kind of roll it up like a rice crispy tree. Yeah, you tree? just kind of roll it up like a rice crispy <laughs> tree with your hands, you know, and make them, and you set them off and let them dry. Now hold on, now, but I want to say two. Well, jeez, the last time I saw you before the pandemic, probably two years ago, and we were talking. I said, you know, it'd be pretty cool if these things actually smelled like it. Yeah, well, we what fixed is, that. Yeah, today. What'd you do? <laughs> Your terpene guys over here. I was sponsors. just going to say, can't you put terpenes in the dough? And Well, we don't put it in the dough. What we end up doing is we take the terpene samples, and they've, they've, we've talked to them about, and I've thought about this for years, because everybody will walk up to me, and, and, and they'll just pull my neck. Like <laughs> they want to smell it. And I'm like, they said, well, if, you know, if you can make it smell, it'd be really cool. And we knew we could, but, you know, we've been... And by terpene, guys, he means terpene warehouse. Shout yes, out. Exactly. Shout, <laughs> out. Shout out, terpene terpenes. If you can make these necklaces smell like scratch and sniff, like winning. <laughs> we do. They did. We've... we've Yes, Mark's, please. Mark's, Mark's smell like that now. Yours may. Yes. <laughs> Listen, once you go to the other side and you understand that smell, like, it's like a personal connection. It's, like, way more than just, like... Like it's like the endorphins like Absolutely. will kick in, right? Yes. yes. Yours is a strawberry cough strain. Did you smell it? I love it strawberry cough. Sm- Wait a minute. Hold on, folks. We're smelling it. <laughs> it really does. I'm very happy right now. This was not even planned. Like, look at that. That's going the extra mile right there. Are you going to start putting that on most of them? I mean, now that you got wow. terpene warehouse and you got these terpenes? What we want to do is actually yes. sell the terpenes to the people. So oh, they so they can, can do it themselves. Do it themselves. To the people. Yeah, to the That's folks a really good idea. Pick out your own terpene that you want. Get right. your own sample. Yes. Right. So Terps you. to the people. Hey, so what's your favorite like part it. of G4 so far? Um, Outside of Mara. <laughs> all you guys, to be honest with you. Did, did you see our Califex double-decker party bus? I did. Yay. I did. Yes, I, we, I, we stayed, did. I stayed as long as I could last night. <laughs> <laughs> I was freezing. I, you know, I, I ended up Are you connected? Sleep. In our booth, we got our looky like this booth, Cannabis Talk 101 oh, connector. Yeah. Sexy, sexy. It's just funny how great all the after events have been, how all the things, and not only that, there's going to be another G4 Live coming up. So those that are listening yes. going, oh, I want to be a part of the next yeah, one. Yeah, September, I go see right? September. Yeah, September. September. Well, what we're trying to get them to do is they're doing the, the Bud Tender Awards, and they'll be giving away trophies. Trophies. What we, what we would like to do is is they, they can do them in a cup and put our buds on top of the cup like it's a cup oh, of buds. Oh, that's so cool. To make the trophies for the bud tenders, which would be a really, really cool idea. Did I you mean, go to putting the- those nugs in there would be key. Yeah. Did you go to the first bud tender award? We were there. No, I did not. Oh, it was really fun. You missed out. I did not. You'll be well, there in September. Y- you would have remembered Bud Man Stew, that's for sure. Everywhere Bud Man Stew goes, he brings a positive attitude, a big smile, and a beer bear hug because he's a very big, lovely man, which I love about you. And he has a product that's second to none. 
anywhere you see it once again 420 expressions it's awesome it's dope no pun intended but they look and feel just like the real nugs maybe a little harder a dried out nug which is good because it has to stick but before we let you go bud man sue we want to do the high five with you we got five great questions we're going to ask you, and all you got to do is answer them honestly. Cool. Question number one to Bud Man Stew420Expressions.com. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis, and where'd you get it from? Um, 17 years old, and then a friend of mine's, we were, I was in a um, private school, Tabor, Massachusetts, Marion, uh, Tabor Academy in Marion, Massachusetts, and we, uh, one of the some somebody in the room would say, let's go get high and I was like I don't know what that is let's go. <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> That's always a good time. Janae. Oh. Yes. So, what is your favorite way to use cannabis? I really like edibles now. The edibles are are yes. fantastic. Um, I smoke a little bit still. Um, I don't use it quite as much as I used to. Uh, I use it more for sleep, but I mean I, I love the edibles during the day. It just gives you. A, Nice body feeling. It's, it's very comfortable. So. so, number three, craziest place you ever used cannabis or smoked? Hmm. We used to own a house in Oxford, North Carolina. It was a old Victorian house, and it had a captain's walk on the very top of it. It was probably a hundred feet up in the air, and we wow. used to we used to go up there. We were, you know, teenagers after teenagers. And, and that's probably one of the craziest places I think we'd sit up there. Sounds like a good awesome. time. It is. All right. We got question number four of the Cannabis Talk 101 High Five with Bud Man Stu of 420 Expressions. Stu, what is your go-to munchies after you get high? Reese Cups. Yum. Oh, yummy. Classic. I need a little sugar in my life right now. I got a Reese no. Cup over Stop my back judging. for you. You got some? Yeah, I got four of them. Like I said, Reese's Cups. I keep them. Okay, I'll, I'll take one from you. Thank okay. you so much. Question number five of the high five, Budman Stu, if you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead or, or alive, alive, who would it be and why? I like the long thought. Can you, I guess before you even say I it? I think Willie. Willie, Willie Nelson. Nelson? Yeah. The funny thing is I was going to go Willie or who was it? Jimi Hendrix is what I was thinking in my head. Oh. I don't know why. You look like a Jimmy fan to me. Yeah. Willie. But Willie Nelson. What would you say to Willie? Um, probably ask Willie to come back to the red side. Don't be so blue. <laughs> don't be so blue. Come back on the political side, huh? Is that what you're going to go with him with? That's what I'm going with. You know, that, that's uh, that's going to be a good conversation. Budman Stu, check him out, 420expressions.com. Is there anything else that we forgot to mention for you and your company? No, I don't think so. Like I said, just, I appreciate being on here. We uh, we really enjoy you guys. Um, it's nice to get back out in the, in the scheme of things after the pandemic. You know, it's been a crazy last year, so... We're well, looking forward to uh, everything that's coming up. It's great to have you on the show, and it's great to see you uh, every other show and anywhere we see you, brother. It's always Yeah, love. we'll see you next week in Oklahoma City. Yeah, thank that's you so right. much for the jewelry. We really appreciate hey, it. Walking this Terps. It's Woo. Cannabis Talk 101. We want to thank Doreen Sullivan and Jessica Kent for joining the show today. And remember this. If no one else loves you, we, we do. do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.